Hi, my name is Joe Jackson. I'm a journalist, interviewer, and broadcaster. I also, as you can hear, do podcasts and I publish ebooks. In fact, this short podcast, based more so on a single subject or two I discuss with an interviewee rather than my usual cradle to the grave interviews, as they're called, is based on an ebook I published in 2013. Its title was Bob Geldof, The Joe Jackson Interviews Plus, and it's available from Amazon and so on. I actually interviewed Bob twice at length in 1989, from which this podcast clip is taken, and in 2000. During the latter interview, apart from getting really pissed off at me at certain points as a result of some of the questions I was asking, or maybe because of that, Bob said in the end, I don't like being interviewed by you. You know too much about me. That was maybe a reference to the fact that we are roughly the same age, grew up together in roughly the same area of Dunleary, he on the so-called right side of the tracks, me on the other side, and we sometimes moved in similar social circles as kids. We also were on the dole together, and later, in 1977, when I became a rock photographer, I photographed Bob and the Boomtown Rats at the launch of their first album, and when the band was one of many supporting Thin Lizzy, at Phil's birthday bash in Dalymount Park on Sunday, August the 21st, the same year. So maybe it's no surprise that when Bob and I did this interview, just three years after Phil Lynott died, as a result of health problems accentuated by his use of heroin and alcohol, I brought up the following question. Could you, could you ever end up as Philip did? No. Philip was in love with the rock and roll idea. I'm not. I've no time for the idea of, of his idea of what rock and roll was. Philip was desperately in love with that. He believed it and he thought it was a valid way to live. And die. Uh, and die, absolutely. I mean, I would be terribly disappointed. He would have been not delighted because Philip was literally a, a great, you know, it sounds like a priest life force sort of thing you say that, but so no, no, full no, of it, yeah. you know, that yeah. he infected you with it, you know. And, and, uh, but... Because he died that way, if, if Lizzie were on the way down, now presumably they could have revived themselves, but if they were, his idea of leathers and limos and, you know, even though he, like, one part of him thought that was bollocks, but another part of him... Played Yeah, like, I remember ringing me and clapping and saying, are you going to the Quadrophenia premiere, man? And I said, yeah. And he said, how are you getting there? And I said, yeah, get a Joe Maxi, you know. And go to, Will you fuck off? And I said, what? He says, get a fucking limo. And I said, no. And I said, I don't want a limo. I get the taxis up the road. He says, Jesus, I'll send around for you first. And then, you know, and so, like, we, off we went in the limo, you know. And, like, he, he believed all that. Right. And yeah. from 15, he believed that. And for Philip, it was very much the way out. And it wasn't that for me. You understand? It wasn't that for me. A way out of poverty. Out of circumstances. Out of circumstance, part of everything. For me, it was not that, you know. I, I could have done other things. And, like, uh, it's something as I... Look, you know, I'm self-evidently not part of what may be considered... The rock and roll. But I move very well within it. You Is know? there a drugs problem? With me? Fucking hell. You know, the, I don't think I've done a drug in... Shocked amusement. It must be at least 10 years. It must be at least 10 years. And then you write about it in the book, you write yeah. about it. Yeah. One horrific, particular one. Well, that was it. That was it. Forget it. Was that the one that the catalyst? The kind no, because I did coke and stuff subsequently. That was before I was in a band, you know. Yeah. But yeah. like in the tours, and that, as I said, in the book ended up boring me. 
and then I think one coped, time, coped it. yeah, I mean, because she, she sounds such an arsehole on it, you know, and then another time, like, somebody, instead of giving me coke, gave me smack, and I just nearly killed me, and I puked up fucking everywhere, you know, that was the end of that, you know, but I never, was that the time with the I'm not a very addictive personality, I don't drink much, I don't smoke, I sound like a fucking monk, you know, um, I just You're feeding argue. into the saint, Bob, your little preface there, don't let me be sainted, but not perceived as saintly, well, you know, that, that quote... It was getting close to now. Yeah, Saint Saint Augustine was it? Or, um, what's it? Uh, it's Elvis in '56. Don't drink it. Don't smoke. And I love to go to movies. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, uh, it's not so much. But it's not a pro. It's not so. We're not going to see kind of. Uh, sadly, I mean, a life end. No, because I'm not. That isn't it. You know, like if I have disappointments in pop music, it's sort of fuck. You know, they didn't like that record. Now, I'll, you know what I mean. It's one of those. But I mean, the very opposite is happening to me. Touch wood. Um, I'll be able to sell this record, blast off around the place, and still be able to do all these other things that keep me interested, you know. The only fear I have is boredom, you know. Okay, then I can end there. It's a good end. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hi, Joe Jackson here again. I thank you for listening. And if you want to read the Geldof interviews in TypeScript form, as originally written, you can do so, as I say, not only in the ebook, but also on my website, joejacksoninterviewer.com.